The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the Westlawn community since 1947. are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. NFL. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! What a comeback! Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappoff. I know you want nothing more than for me to edit that in February and have it be a very, very different team in the NFL section. Yeah, that would be incredible. I, let's be honest, you want to change it too. You can't I do. And, you know, when I get to announce it being the Minnesota Vikings, like, you know, hey, that's different. I'll take it. Case They've never won a Super Bowl before. They would win it at home. I think it's in. You're Minnesota right. You're right. It would be the first team ever to play yeah. in their own stadium. Is that TCF Bank? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know that they, they changed just I, a couple so years ago. So I only know this because yesterday somebody showed, there was just a little clip of this is completely random. But the Minnesota, like, um, uh, gopher had a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, he showed it to the Min- or the Wisconsin um, mascot who only wears the shirt. And it says, like, TCF rules. Shirt, shoes, and then three was <laughs> pants. <laughs> and like, they made, like, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, welcome to the show. This is episode 248. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, and we're gonna we're gonna we'll talk a little bit about um, the schedule over the next few months here. But the Bulldog Hour is over. The Wilson High School football season wrapped uh, last weekend, and Justin and I are now back to this show full time every Sunday night, talking about the NFL, and then uh, we'll take some time off when uh, the the Super Bowl wraps up. To because, uh, well, honestly, like August through. January is pretty crazy when it comes yeah. to uh, doing the show and all the other extracurricular stuff on top of the day job and the family. Well, and that's the thing, like especially especially for uh, Bulldog Hour show, that is basically all Friday afternoon, yeah. evening, night, and then <laughs> usually requires some time on Saturday that would be sleep and or any other thing, you know, for you. And then Sunday night is the show, you know. Right. So like that's that's a big undertaking. Yeah. Um, the Bulldog Hour is a lot of fun to do, but the 
the Friday to Sunday of the weekends that we do the show, actually right. record it, that's a, quite the crunch. Like you mentioned, we're gone all day Friday. Then there's a lot of setup Saturday and then the execution Sunday. And then the after show stuff like the editing and uploading and distribution on top of that. So, uh, you know, it's always bittersweet for that one to come to an end because we love the, the high school football season so much. But it does open up time a little bit and uh, allows us to talk about pro football and uh, maybe over the next yes, few weeks a little bit of college football as well. Penn State wrapped their regular season at 10-2, and two, and Justin and I have talked through text that, you know, if you would have told us maybe, let's go back 14 months ago when Penn State's 2-2 two and two, and say, hey, Penn State's going to go 11-3 and three and 10-2 and two and make a likely a New Year's Six Bowl game, right? you know, would you take that? And everyone would be like, yes. Yeah. You know, but then after those expectations happen and you realize right. how much is coming back this summer, 10 and 2, and now it's not acceptable. You know, we have to accept it because it happened. But, right. you know, they destroyed the teams they should and two of the teams that they needed to beat, they couldn't. They lost by a combined four points. Right. And they should have won both the games. Yeah. Like, they definitely yeah. should have won the Ohio State game because when you're winning by that much, you shouldn't lose in the fourth quarter. The Michigan State game was back and forth, but they definitely had their opportunities. They should have won that one as well. Right, and you look at it, man, if if they win the Ohio State game, I know this isn't our topic tonight, but if they win the Ohio State game, you know, then I think I think you you get the ultimate pass. I know Ohio State was the higher ranked of the two teams that they lost to, but the three and a half hour rain delay in the middle of that oh, right. game. You right, know, I didn't even I yeah, forget road, about like, that. I think I feel like if that's your one loss you get, you're going to get a pass, especially if you beat an undefeated Wisconsin in the championship game. You know, like right. they'd, they'd have, they'd be playing for a playoff spot, but, yeah. but Hey, it didn't happen. You know, um, back to back 10 win seasons is, is incredible thinking where this team has come, you know, and it, you know, yes, they lose some of the, the big key names and they have a lot to replace on defense and all that stuff. And we'll talk about this some other time there. There's plenty for them to, kind of keep going through and you know the talent they've brought in the last couple of years you know as that continues to build um, it's going to be interesting you're starting to have some of those questions that come up when you're successful um, you know like when you have the chance to have a three-year starter potentially at quarterback that leads to interesting questions because the backup you know generally that's just not the way rotations work in college you know right you put in a year or two, and then you get to start for a year or two. So Tommy Stevens, what's going to happen with him? If he, he does, really if he does go too. on, if he does go on, man, he had a great audition tape last week. I know there's some people that would like to see him beat McSorley, you know, or be given the job. Like I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't think you either. can take it away from him, right? Like what has he done? And you look at it, like man, the backup quarterback's always one of the most popular players on the team, right. and, right. and we've seen that forever at Penn State and you see it everywhere. I think Tommy Stevens has the potential to be a very good college quarterback. He's being utilized as a weapon right now, which they need to keep doing this season. And if he's back next year, even better, because then he's in line to be a very experienced, although not in the starting capacity, as a senior in 2019. And this is the year they have to keep him. If he stays next year, he's staying for a senior year. Yeah, why would you leave before when you're going to be given the job? Right. And so... It's interesting to... I know they. I've read that Franklin's put putting the pitch on to him, like saying, "Like, look, look at all the guys who have stayed 
you know, not just Penn State, but other places who have stayed and then made the most of that year, you know, in the system, in those things, all this stuff. Right. If, I if, think it's also going to be interesting if Joe Moorhead leaves. If Joe Moorhead leaves, does Tommy go where he goes? Where he goes? Right. That would be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting. And it, for Penn State's sake, hopefully he decides that before recruiting comes around because there could be quarterbacks, you know, saying, well, we don't want right. to go to Penn State if, uh, you know, there's not a chance uh, right. to if start I'm not in the future because the there's a lot of guys. Years. There's a lot of guys at Penn State now that, you know, McSorley, Stevens, I know Jake Zembeck is there. Yep. And, uh, you know, you have four well, star guys hoping issue, to play. You get the issue, Michigan, Wilton Spate leaving. You know, he he, he was there. Um, you know, O'Corn had transferred in, was competing for the job. Uh, Peters or whoever it is was there and, and won the job kind of by default halfway through the season. So, anyway, plenty of Penn State stuff to talk about. I'm sure we'll get to that on, on future shows. But... Another great season, ten and two. It is a little bittersweet because they were so close to being so much better than than ten and two. But you know what? That it it happens. They didn't. It's the way it happens. Yeah, they didn't play the way they needed to nope. uh, to get there. So in crunch time, the only time they came out on top was Iowa. Right. They weren't able to do it against Ohio State and Michigan State. And the Ohio State one. I mean, I'm thrilled about the Iowa outcome because when has Penn State done that in right. the past? Not that often. But the Ohio State one is so frustrating, just like the USC game last year. Penn State should have won both those games. Yep. High profile in prestigious stadiums, you know, the, the top venues in college football, won a bowl game, the granddaddy of them all, another a rivalry game that people didn't expect you to win. Can you imagine, like... People are still high on where Penn State football is right now. Can you imagine if they win those two games? Well, they're number one. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I know the, well, how the honest, dominoes play out right, after that. Right. Who but knows? To be but, honest, if they win that Ohio State game, they win that Michigan State game. You think? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to uh, less disappointing things. Talking about a 10-2 and two team going to uh, – it can't get much better than that unless you're an Eagles fan, maybe, which I'm not. So, you know, who cares? So let's talk about the Thanksgiving games first before we, we get to the Eagles. So three games on Thanksgiving, as has been the case now for which close to a decade, I think. Just wonderful. Yeah, it, it is just great. just adds to Thanksgiving being the best holiday. 12.30, 430, 830. The unofficial kickoff to the holiday season. Lions, Cowboys hosting as usual, and then the night game gives the opportunity for other teams to do so. We got a a good matchup in the early game, Minnesota at Detroit. A great, great game. A matchup that was an interesting one in Chargers-Cowboys. An important game, but not necessarily what what they had hoped it would be, probably. Right. Both teams wanted to secure their place in the wild card race. One was able to do so, even though after the game their records are identical. One team is trending upward and the other is going down. And finally, the night game, Giants at Redskins, we got to see after Sunday's games the final elimination of the Giants because going into this weekend every team was still mathematically yeah, even the Browns what was yeah. that one in like 19 quintillion something, something? like that yeah. for it to play out but now three teams the Giants 49ers and Browns have all been eliminated as of the Sunday a- afternoon games but anyways 
Minnesota at Detroit. The Vikings raced out to an early lead in this one. Lions kept fighting back. And Shocker. If Yeah, right. If they could just get the monkey off their back in the first quarter, Detroit would probably be much better than their 6-5 and five record. You know, we, we know about the Falcons game from, you know, two months back or whatever it is now. Even after the loss to the Vikings 30-23 to on Thanksgiving afternoon, they're not out of it at 6-5. and five. They're still very much alive in the wild card race. But the Lions are, I feel like the Lions should be only a game back of Minnesota, not uh, three. Um, yeah, considering they're on essentially their third string quarterback, second string this year, I know. But they have their backup quarterback. They have, they drafted a stud running back who was good. And they then, got rid of Peterson, and drafted then he, a stud right, running back. And he gets hurt. Yeah, so, but the defense is really good. And Case Keenum is playing really well. Um, it's not, it's not that typical backup game manager style. You know, he's getting it done. You know, and I, it's not like always oh, coming into a situation where the offense has historically, you know, lit it up. You know, Thielen is is their like leading receiver, Division two guy. You yeah. know, like best Vikings receiver since Randy Moss. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of stats, they're putting it up. They're putting up great numbers on offense. Defense is really good. Um. Yeah, I know there there's plenty of talk. The Vikings are at nine and two. Um Lions are in second place in that division, I believe. I believe and right. um the Packers, you know, don't have Aaron Rodgers, so it's basically and they're playing Vikings, the Steelers now. Right. It's Vikings Lions, basically for this division. And it's Vikings are close to clinching, I would think. I mean, there's five yeah. games to go. They have a three game lead on Detroit. And essentially plus, three and a half game right. lead. Did they, they play them twice? Is it the same time know. they play them? I yeah, don't let's, know. Let's, let's let's quick check that. Let's check the uh, Vikings schedule since they are the uh, NFC North leaders. They lost to Detroit. Okay, on so October they split. 1st. So they have a three game lead with five to go. Correct. Whew. So yeah, they and win. let's see who they play. They at play. A- oh, so at Atlanta, at Carolina. Host Cincinnati, go to Green Bay, host Chicago. So actually, the two uh, division yeah, games at the end are the easier games. Right. Not so, that not that Cincinnati so, should be too right. tough either. But at oh, Atlanta, it's U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, okay. I, I said TCF. U.S. Bank Stadium. That's all right. We'll go yeah. with TCF. That's what we're going to stick with. Is TCF where University of Minnesota plays? It, it probably is where they played before, and that would make sense because that's where, um. That's where the Minnesota-Wisconsin game would have been. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, at Atlanta, at Carolina, that could be interesting the next couple weeks uh, on the road for both of those. However, um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting as, as they come down the stretch here, you know, to see how, how things play out. You know, they're at 9-2 and two very easily. Let's say they split the next two games, you know, which honestly they could win both. But let's just say they split because they're on the road for both of those. That gets them to ten and three, and then they could—I don't want to say easily, but very realistically—win their last three. They could they be could 13, thirteen and three. Thirteen and that'd three. be huge for them, and yeah. especially when their two losses are to Detroit, right, um, and New Orleans. Now that was the first game of the season, right? Which everybody was like, "Oh man, that wasn't a bad loss." Like, now it's yeah. not a bad bad win anymore. I mean, right. it looked bad because New Orleans started zero and two, and now until today they had won eight in a row, but. Minnesota has some good wins, like we mentioned. The Saints they lost to uh, Pittsburgh. Um, that's so. That's I said. New Orleans. That was, was a Thursday night game, though. I believe, right? Um, I think. I think it was. Either they go Monday. Thir- no. There's a, there's a six day turnaround there, though. 
No. They played no, Monday, no, no. Sunday. Okay. They played okay. Monday night, Sunday, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, the Pittsburgh played Tennessee on the Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just no, last just, week. Yeah. Um, beat Baltimore. And the, beat was Cleveland. um was Rogers still active for this? Is this when he got hurt? I think that's when he got hurt. Okay, so yeah, they beat Baltimore, beat Cleveland, beat Washington. See, the 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 Rams win last week was a big one, yes, and then beating Detroit this week. Yeah, we'll know who they are the next two weeks. You know, Atlanta, right. they've been winning the games they've got to win and, and beating some good teams as well. If they can at least split the next two against the NFC South, I mean, if they go 2-0. and Look man, out. Yeah. They could be looking at 14 wins. They could because uh, they, they'd be favored against Cincinnati, Green Bay, and Chicago based yeah. on how those three wow. teams are playing. At Atlanta, at Carolina, very big for the Vikings the next two weeks. So the late afternoon or early evening game featured the LA Chargers going to Dallas. And, well, it was more putrid <coughs> offensive effort from the Cowboys without Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott has not been the same without Zeke. No. He, the offense Hasn't only managed. a touchdown. Right. He, the offense only managed six points, losing to the Chargers 28 to six. The so, Chargers are an interesting team we've talked about a lot. Started 0 and 4. They right. They start zero and four, so they're they've they're five and two in their last seven. But of those four losses, they should have won possibly three of them, yeah. including games against my team and your team. Yeah, they should have beaten Denver in week one. They should have right. beat Miami in week two. Right. Um. They got they, they got, got beat, beat by Kansas City in week three. Late. Right. But then they 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 lost the Eagles by two. Is that the Jake Elliott field goal? No, that was at home. No. Was it? That was yeah, that Philly. was at home. That was against the Giants, I believe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but I, yeah, that game was close. This is the game. That Eagles game is the one. First of all, there were like two thirds of the crowd were Eagles fans mm-hmm. out there. But that's the game where they gave they punted it back to the Eagles with six and a half minutes, and the Eagles ran six and a half minutes off the clock, didn't score, just were able to run the clock out six and a half minutes to end the game, which is unheard of for an Eagles team, but that was that was a lot of fun to watch. The Chargers' two losses since were to the Patriots, At acceptable, and then to the Jaguars just a few weeks back, right. but that one, Jacksonville had the storm back yeah, and that to was win. At Jacksonville and it was in Jacksonville. Game. So then the Chargers dismantled Buffalo before beating Dallas on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Looking at the Chargers, who are a team I wouldn't want to be playing right now, they no. get Cleveland at home, win. Washington at home, win. They go to Kansas City, who's struggling something yeah, awful. Could be tough. That is a Thursday game. Yeah. Wait, wait, is that right? Thursday or is that Sunday night? No, that, I don't. Wait, know. six days. Saturday. That's a Saturday game. Okay. Chargers, Chiefs. Then they go to the Jets before hosting Oakland. These are all very winnable games. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how how it comes down. You know, um, they kind of. Uh, Gave themselves very little margin of error. Right. Because if they want to make the playoffs, I think right. they got to win all However, five. However, like forget playoff or not forget playoffs. Forget wildcard. They're only one game back in their division right now. I think between and, Kansas City and Oakland, right? And so like they've got a shot at the division title, right. not just the wild card spot. So right because they have a game with each of them remaining. Now they right. lost to Kansas City, but they did beat Oakland, so they could give themselves uh, two games up on the Raiders on right. New Year's Eve, 
That, I mean, that's that could that could decide the division the, with Kansas City. Like I there could be does. like a three team thing there. Where Kansas I hope it City's does. Not like playing. I, I hope it's like down to the last game. Like we could see that in a couple there. divisions, which yeah. would be awesome. Imagine and, New Year's Eve football meaning something. Buys and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, it could be really a lot of fun. So, uh, not really much else to say about the Cowboys right. and the NFC East in general. Ezekiel Elliott should hold out for a new contract before he comes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm obviously being sarcastic there. Yeah, yeah but like. Now, don't get me wrong. I I was on the side of saying like, yeah, like I feel like Dak got the benefit of a lot of things because of the line and the the running back play and all that stuff last year. Like, don't get me wrong. Now, that's obviously biased because I'm a Carson Wentz guy. But at the same time, like, I don't feel like you look at the last couple weeks and be like, oh, Dak is Dak's terrible. They need to. No, it's not that. It's no. You lose. Arguably the best running back in the league. It doesn't matter, short of like Tom Brady or some of those other guys. Like, because for a large part of that, they lost him and Tyron Smith. Like, right? Yeah, that, you know, that so was like, that's that's a big deal. devastating. Now the way they're losing, though. Look at it. The, the last two weeks, they've played a team that essentially didn't have a kicker. Yeah, because both games they've played, the kicker got hurt in the first quarter. Now the Chargers. He was available, kind of, but he missed a bunch of kicks. Like, you know, the Chargers were up 3 nothing and a half and missed at least two field goals, maybe three. In LA's like, defense, though, they're used to their kicker missing. That's so. true. That's true. But, like, you know, so they've had teams in, in awkward positions, and the teams, they've gotten housed in the second half the last three weeks now. So, um, yeah, I don't mind seeing that whole thing come <laughs> imploding in, so. The um I don't have much to say about the Thursday night game. Uh, Redskins awful. had to win it. Uh, like I don't awful. know, like when you're playing a, a team that's two and eight and yeah. all but mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, has not much to play for other than pride. I saw you could get tickets to this game for seven dollars. It's like when you were in college and the Penguins are terrible. Yeah, you walk up, sit four rows on the ice for twenty bucks. So uh, watching go and chant about them moving the team. <laughs> Or Kansas City. Uh, yeah, we Las Vegas, Kansas City, all those things. So and I that saw, really worked out well for us, didn't it? <laughs> so I saw um, a shirt. I almost brought it up tonight. Um, it, it has a political slant, but I'm not coming at it from a political angle. But it, it has to do with Philly-Pittsburgh. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Because the whole evening while we were doing the gingerbread houses, you know, and we saw Austin running around in the Steelers jersey yeah. and just wondering how I've that been happened. Sick all day. Um, you know, of course, Kelly and Jamie were loving it, right. and uh, your mom, though, not so much. I already returned all his Christmas gifts. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my point was, I saw a shirt today being passed around on Twitter, and there's both sides of the coin for it that said, make Pennsylvania great again, and it said, build a wall around Philly, <laughs> or then, of course, there's the opposite of build it around Pittsburgh. And I was just laughing, because honestly, I saw the supposedly pro-Pittsburgh one that was like, make Pennsylvania great again with the wall around Philly, and I thought they were saying, like, to make Pennsylvania great again, you have to live in that section. Oh, I get that. So, like, I didn't right. even get it. So, I was like, well, it's not a great execution of a shirt because I'm thinking, I was like, hey, we're in that box. We're awesome. And then I was like, oh, this is this is not what they're saying about it. But anyways, that came up in my mind. I almost said something about it when you guys were riffing about Eagles Steelers. Uh, and I'm just sitting there like, I got no <laughs> horse in this race whatsoever. Yeah, people. Pass the popcorn. Listen, I don't, it won't work out this way, but. 
people around here, and they've said this for years, years, not just this year. They're like, man, it would be great. Eagles steal a Super Bowl. No. That would be great. I would love that. That is my nightmare. (laughs) That is my nightmare. Actually, it's worse than a nightmare. You know it's going to happen now. I know. And that's the worst case scenario. (laughs) I hope it happens because that just means the Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl. We're not talking my fandom here. This is the worst case scenario for my life. This is my life. My life. (laughs) My life depends on this. No pressure, Carson. <laughs> My life. Just don't throw up in the huddle. My life. So the the Sunday afternoon games, uh, I think six was it six seven games something like that. I love no buys. Lots of football. No, so much better. Uh, we'll breeze through a few of these. Titans at Colts. Tennessee holding Some, on. You know they're coming back. Somehow down. on tied for first place in the division. Right. Um, they they scored in the fourth to get the win, to come from behind win over the enough. Colts. You know what? The Colts aren't as bad as the record would indicate, kind of. You know, maybe uh, the Titans aren't as good as their record would indicate. I, I would probably agree with that as well. But, um, you know, the Colts, it's interesting because you feel like they they were always building and they were always doing the right thing. And then I know there are some stuff there with the Peyton situation and all that stuff, but there's not real a whole lot of confidence in their current GM uh, situation, but honestly, I don't feel like they're that far off. They've had what seems to be like uh, some close games, um, but Tennessee just continues to get it done. I, they're seven and four. Yeah, or are they eight and four now? No, they're seven and seven four. and four. Seven and four. But let's be honest: the only real team that they should have competition with in their division now is Jacksonville, who they lost to. Um. Yeah, Jacksonville beat. No, they beat up on Jacksonville. They beat up on Jacksonville. I knew it was a lopsided game. But they play Week Seventeen, right. New Year's Eve. But like, Houston's awful now, right? And but see, else? that's a game they could the lose to Tom Savage and and the yeah. Texans. The way they're playing, same absolutely. thing with Arizona and and Blaine right. Gabbert. Right, like, Arizona, they could lose that. San Francisco, they should. I don't win. think they lose to San Fran, but you never know. And Jimmy then Garoppolo got in through a touchdown. And his time <laughs> expired today. Did he? Yeah, Beathard got hurt. On on what should have Beather got hurt on a play that if it's any big name quarterback is a flag. flag. Got hit in the knee. Like the guy dove, hit his knee. Now I don't think the, the guy wasn't trying to hurt him. Right, right. But it is it oh, is yeah. if the that happens play, to Brady, every rep on the, the field play. is throwing his right. flag. Right. He hit him straight on into the knee. Yeah. Do well, if it's Brady, something? they probably publicly done? execute the the defender on the field. Um he was down for a while. I think he did walk off, okay, but like they brought in Gar- Garoppolo with like a minute left, and he he threw a touchdown. But um, so that might be starting there. Interesting. But but then the Titans ho- now they do host both the wait. Yeah, you can't do that. Why, NFL. why would you do that? Like that they makes just no abbreviated sense. L.A. It's the Rams. Rams. Ooh, that so could ho- be a big game. Host on the New Rams on Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve and host the Jaguars on New Year's Eve. So yeah, that's a. That's a big. Those are big games. The Tennessee yeah. has to win their next three. Yep. If they win their next three, they're ten and four, yeah. and probably with one win, guaranteed at least a wild card berth. Oh yeah, yeah. If not the division, just right. depends on what Jaguars team decides to show up. We'll get to that in a little bit. So yeah, Titans get the win. wasn't pretty, but they got it done. Philadelphia all over the Bears, who were awful today, especially on offense. Oh at half, was it at halftime or after the? At half, yeah, no at first half. downs and like thirty-four right. total yards. Yeah, yeah, it was the Bears were really bad. and the Bears had like the number five rushing offense with yeah. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, Not today, 
They couldn't do anything. Can you pull up those stats real quick? Yeah. Like, just, just see what some of these, like, the team comparison one or whatever. I don't even know if they have that. Mm. They usually, here, this is, Trubisky ended up throwing for... 147. Uh, 147. Um, but he was also their leading rusher with 12 yards. Jordan right. Howard had six. He only had seven carries for six yards. Yeah. Less than a yard average, and he was lighting it up coming in. Um, yeah, they the Eagles were able to to get it done today. Um, but honestly, watching and listening to the game, it wasn't – the Eagles were still far from clicking on all cylinders today. It wasn't that great. Um, you know, they had some turnovers. They had, you know, just some, some bonehead play kind of things. But you know what? They – that kind of happens when you come out. They got the opening kickoff. They didn't score on the opening kickoff, but they scored on the next one. Um, my question not here. Not the kickoff, but the like, next possession, I mean. but yeah. My question here is the Aguilar touchdown. Yes. Now, he had one receiving, correct? Yes. And he also had the recovery. Yes. What is that classified as? Is that a rushing touchdown? I think it's rushing because, it was, yeah, I think it's a rushing play. But if it was a passing play and he recovered the fumble, would it still be? Would it be a pat? Well, it wouldn't be a passing touchdown. No, I think it. I think it becomes a rush. Okay, okay, that's what I was just. Right. I just didn't under. Understand. I don't know that for sure. Yeah, right here, um, the fourth quarter. That was their final yeah. touchdown. Was Aguilar's fumble recovery, which benefited right. us because we played him. Yes, yes. Um, you know, just a hustle play. I know there's some rumors that. Your boy Jai is unhappy because he only got five carries today. Well, hey, but, I told you that when right, he left that was, Miami. That was part of the deal, and and they know that. Um, you know, he wasn't complaining. Well, last he also week fumbled. When he got the right? right, he had a big carry, and he fumbled into the end zone, and Aguilar recovered it. So, you know, I now I don't blunted know. too. To to be right. fair, he ran at forty some yards, but the combination of Blunt, Ajayi, and Clement is working really well right now. I was really excited when they got Corey Clement as an undrafted under, oh, Yeah, we talked agent. about it on the show. Yeah, I was really pumped, and he is really working out. And he's not getting the like the press, and I get it. There are other guys who have put up flashier numbers and stuff, but Clement, like, he has a number of touchdowns this year receiving, and, you know, he has some rushing and stuff like that. He's not going to be offensive rookie of the year. Like, I'm not – and I'm not saying he should be. But he should be in the conversation. You know, like, as crazy as that is, because his contributions to this team, because he's splitting it, like, three ways, and if you add Kenyon Barner, and if you add, you know, um, uh, Sproles early in the season, I get that there's going to be a lot of other stuff going on there. But, essentially, Corey Clement is having a great season. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, keep it going, and uh, we'll see. The Eagles have plenty to work on, and they've got a stretch coming up. I know they go to Seattle they go from Seattle to LA to play the Rams. Um, so yeah. they, they've got plenty of work to do, and there's zero room for air for that "quote unquote" one seed home field advantage because the Vikings are sitting there at two losses. And we just talked about could very not easily could be it's not out of the question to go fourteen to two, right? So the Eagles head to Seattle next week, then go to the Rams the following week. The game against Seattle is actually the Sunday night game, which I wasn't yeah. aware of. So Sunday night next week in Seattle. Uh, Sunday, well, our time, uh, oh. evening, uh, late afternoon, early evening. Then they also go to the Giants right. before hosting the Raiders and the Cowboys. So, really, these next two weeks are big because they should be favored and win their final three games. Right. They need to split these two. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, 
in reality, they need to win each of them. You know, like to stay clear above. But like, if they win if their they next split, five, that no one can catch them, and they're guaranteed right, the one seed. Right. If they go uh, four and one, and Minnesota keeps winning, honestly, if they were going to lose one, lose to Oakland because it's the AFC team remaining on the schedule, right. That would know? benefit you the but, most. But I don't want them to lose that one on Christmas Day. Not Christmas prime Day, time. Christmas night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, prime time that night. Like, um, I'm hoping. Like we talked, Minnesota could. Now, Minnesota could lose the next two weeks. You know, Possible. Like the, there's no one really – like, the teams that are good are, are good. It's not like the Patriots, though. Like, even looking at the Eagles, it's not like those Patriots teams where you're just like, chalk it up. I don't care who they're playing or where they're playing. I'm taking them. Like, that's not this team. I think they're really good. I think it's awesome that some of the young guys have stepped up into big roles. Like, that's kind of nice. But this team has a long way to go. They're 10-1, and one, but they have a long way to go in order to be, like – Talk about a team where you're saying they've got a legit chance at winning the Super Bowl. You know, like they've got a really good chance of winning the division. I believe if Dallas loses or the Eagles win one more game, I think they win the division. Right. Um, because they have the tiebreaker over the, uh, well, in, yeah, they have the tiebreaker over the Redskins. So I think the best they could do is tie the Redskins. In the, from the Redskins standpoint, I think the best they could do is tie and the Eagles have the tiebreaker there. But, yeah, so uh, I I like what I see. I'm cautiously optimistic. It's exciting. It's fun, uh, but they still have plenty of work to do. Um, it don't. I'll say this because like it, it's part of like just what we're doing here. But it's funny how after week two, um, you know, some people specifically Colin Cowherd was ripping <laughs> Philadelphia, the city, and fans for running Andy Reid out of town, saying basically Andy Reid could do no wrong, Philly didn't know how great they had it. And I agree with that to some point. Like, there are some people who don't appreciate what Andy did in Philly. But, like, he was there forever. Like, sometimes it's just time to move on. Like, sometimes. Like, that's just the way it is. And how stupid to hire uh, Peter, uh, Doug Peterson was and all this stuff. And you know what? I, I understand what he was trying to say, I think, but he like went so far. It's like, yeah, it doesn't look so bad now. That Kansas City has tanked, right? And started off the highest yeah, one, team in football. One in five and in now, six. Yeah. And are now awful. And the Eagles are sitting there at 10 and 1. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not saying that this one instance justifies the exact opposite of the hyperbole that was being on the other side. It's just relax. You know, like... It's not that extreme. Well, and, you're and, talking to Colin Coward here. I mean, yeah, it's I like almost as bad as Mike Francesa. Right. But not as bad as Skip Bayless. <laughs> All three of them can just go into a hole somewhere and, and, and just blow a lot of hot air. Uh, let's run through a few of these games quickly. Panthers at Jets. Carolina needed this one just because Jets haven't been playing very well, aren't a great football team, and Carolina needed to uh, to keep pace and uh, try to catch up with the Saints. So they got it done. They nearly doubled their point, point total in the fourth quarter alone. Yeah. Um, it was 18-17 entering the fourth quarter, and then Carolina scored 17, the Jets 10, for the 35-27 victory. Carolina, I believe, if they don't play Atlanta this week, they play Atlanta the next week. Well, they week. don't because Minnesota goes to Atlanta, don't they? Or something like that. Yeah, they're at New Orleans. Okay, I had them mixed Minnesota. around. They have New Orleans right. in New Orleans coming off a loss, yeah. the Saints wow, are. Wow, what a huge and game that is. And then they host Minnesota. 
Yeah, and then Green Bay comes. Post Green they Bay, have, they go to Atlanta. Post Tampa, but week. finish at Atlanta. So um, man, there's some potentially big games. So are they seven and four right now? No, they're eight and three. Eight and three. And right. I still think they win two. So I think they're at least ten and six, if not eleven and five. And this is an eight and three team that the Eagles have the tiebreaker over because they beat them. Right. So. That was when people started to believe in Philadelphia. Right. I believe went on uh, week Thursday six. night and and won that game. Yep, twenty eight twenty three. So I yeah, it looks like Carolina to me is probably a, a wild card team behind the Saints. Could be fifth or sixth depending on what Atlanta does and the other NFC teams. But I think they're probably a 10, maybe 11-win team. Yeah. All right. My Dolphins got embarrassed in New England, I believe, for the ninth straight time, 35-17. to 17. Even with the 35 points, New England didn't look great at times. They had some issues on offense. Brady threw a bad interception. But Miami offense right. just couldn't do much. And the Dolphins' defense at times looked horrible right, against so Gronkowski. What? What do you do if you're the Dolphins when it comes to the quarterback position? Is do you stick with you're sticking with um, oh, I'm, Tannehill? I'm going with Tannehill okay. next year. Um, I, I think so you it's go with Tannehill. Too much to throw no, in the towel for him. And Cutler obviously it was a one year thing. That's going to be done. Yeah. It, I don't know that you would know this off the top of your head. Do you bring Matt Moore back as the as the backup? Do you draft the guy maybe sixth, seventh round, five, six, yeah. seven? You know, um, I know there's other needs, um, but. Yeah, it's unfortunate because they have some playmakers. They're just too inconsistent. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that they signaled a potential for a soft rebuild, if you want to call it that, by getting rid of Ajayi. But that was just something they didn't want in the locker room. If it's going, like, if it goes well and there's progress with Tannehill next year, then I think there's a lot of excitement and you're heading in the right direction, obviously. and You know, that could be really good. But if it's off to a slow start, which can be can happen, like you know, it's tough. He won't have played football for a long time. Then I fear that they're gonna like nosedive next year, and Gase will be gone, Tannehill will be gone. Yeah, they could like, be you know, restarting. Like, if if right, I think next year's a high risk. I don't I don't think Gase isn't gone this year. You know, it's just too chaotic. Unless they know? would go four and twelve, Even right? Then, right. I'm it, not sure right. then because I of all the. Uh, because I mean, people forget about the tumultuous start to the year, right? No, that they went absolutely. through with um, the absolutely. hurricane and the the delay of the game and having to travel or and stay on the road. And everything you and, and I preach, you got to keep Gase. You got to keep him. Like you got to let let these guys figure it out. Um, well, we we were in the Ron Rivera fan club, and yeah. look where they are. Paid off for him. Um, I think you got to let Adam Gase get his job, do his job there, um, and. The key is he needs to sure up the defense and some of those other things that year in, I year in, year out, I feel like we look at the Dolphins and like, oh, they should be strong here. And the parts where we feel like they should be strong, they're not. And then they kind of surprise us in the other areas, you know, like, but we'll I see. felt that they were. It's tough to judge that off of a Patriots game, though, because they do this to everyone. I, I felt with a different schedule, they could be a 10 win team. But looking right. at the schedule, I think. And we can go back and find this, but I believe I said eight or nine win. I think even did, maybe yeah. seven to nine. You know, I just like right. it was a tough schedule. So they're four and seven right now. If they want to come get to my uh, high end of their expectations, they got to win their next five, and that's obviously not going to happen. Although last year I think they won like seven of eight or eight of ten or something at one point, but they're just not getting it done. They're a mess on offense, and they they have trouble stopping people on defense. At least the good offenses. So. We'll see what happens with them. Miami plays New England again in just two weeks in Miami. 
Buccaneers Falcons. This game was a blowout, and then it was close, and then Atlanta turned it back on uh, uh, with Julio a monster Jones, game man. from Julio Jones. Where has he been all year? Well, he showed up saving a lot of help for this game. He had, I believe, well over 200 yards receiving, maybe over even eclipsing 250, 253, yeah. I want to yeah. say. And he had three touchdowns. I think so. One of them was thrown by Mohamed Sanu, who is... 52-yard bomb, I think. It was awesome. Sanu is also 6-for-6 in his NFL career with over 200 yards passing and three touchdowns. Yeah. Think about that. Six passes, 228 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah, better watch out. You know, you're going to have teams trading for him. Quarterback. (laughs) Like this team, the Cleveland Browns, who have yet to win a game losing the in-state battle. Some people thought this is the week. Some people thought this is the week. (laughs) To the Bengals, 30-16, to favor the host Cincinnati. Hey, but watch out. You know who's eligible to come back next week? Who? Josh Gordon? Josh Gordon. It all turns yeah, around turn next around. week. It all turns around next week. Bengals rookie Joe Mixon had a great Career day game. rushing over 100 a yards and a touchdown for the Bengals. Buffalo and Kansas City in yeah. Kansas City, too. Yeah. The Chiefs Kansas City lose. offense is nowhere to be found. Fifth of their last six. They have now just a one-game lead over the Raiders and Chargers in the AFC West. The Chiefs are at one time were thought to be the cream of the AFC yeah. well, and a surefire top two, New England. top two team and have wow, fallen apart. Not really sure what's wrong out there. I mean, obviously, then scoring yeah. points. Yeah, the first four weeks of the season, man, like everybody's talking about. They're Alex, averaging like 40 points like, a game. Alex Smith is not giving this away. Like he is going to make this really hard on Andy Reid and the Chiefs. No, he's not. Like Patrick Mahomes, it is soon going to be your turn, buddy. It, they didn't score a touchdown last week. They scored one this week right. against a Bills team that just gave up 50-some points a couple weeks ago. Right. I think they've given up close to 100 in their last two games. Um, And now they just, yeah, it, it's getting bad. And what the problem is, Alex Smith, it's not like he's just not doing well offensively. He's making mistakes that are killing them. He's throwing picks that are killing them. And it's just, he did it last week. He did it again this week. That's, that's man, you, you live with those mistakes when the guy's getting you three touchdowns, four touchdowns. You know, you have a guy who throws four touchdowns, two picks. You hate the picks, but, hey, you got his four touchdowns, you know. When you might get one touchdown and he throws one or two picks, yeah, sorry. We're, we're playing the guy we we moved up in the first round to pick. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, it's soon your turn. I know he doesn't know this stuff yet, but how long is Kansas City going to wait? And I, I know they're going to ride this season out with Alex Smith. Like, yeah. That's the way it's going to be. And I'm, I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but there's zero question to me now, unless Kansas City just flips the switch and turns it right back on. There's no question that Alex Smith is absolutely gone this year. I know that was the most likely outcome anyway, but I was in my head. I was, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, no, he, he's gone this year. He'll he'll be look he'll be looking for a new job next year, and he'll get he'll get the play somewhere because he's good enough, kind of. Just not right now. Not on this team. The Chiefs. But it have- also happens when all your wide receivers are running backs. <laughs> A la every Andy Reid team ever, right? Right. Except when they got T.O. one year. And what did they do that one year? One and a partial. Went to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs have scored, in the first five weeks when they started 5-0, they scored 42, 27, 24, 29, 42. And then the week that we saw coming, because it shouldn't be yep. a surprise, they lost to Pittsburgh and only scored 13 points. Since then, their only victory has been at home against the Broncos. They lost to, like we mentioned, Pittsburgh in week six. 
that one-point loss to the Raiders on Thursday night in that controversial finish. Then they beat Denver, but then lost to the Cowboys, had their bye, lost to the Giants. Didn't score a touchdown. Didn't against score the a touchdown, Giants. and then just lost to the Bills today. So Kansas City's rest of the year. And Bills are staying alive. Why they benched Tyrod Taylor last week. That was and weird. And that one game. They may miss the playoffs by one game. And they benched Tyrod so Taylor. So weird. Oh, my gosh. Now, good thing They said for, those players were furious. Well, like, was that a over. coach decision or was that coming from the management? Coach, the coach made the decision, but you know how that goes. The coach is the one that's going to take the fall. And he can't blame the guys up above because then they'll fire him for that. You right. know, like, so. The good thing for the Chiefs is they have five winnable games left. They have to beat the Jets this week in New York. Then they got three home games, two of which, all three against the AFC, two of which come to division rivals. Right, and they're both coming to Kansas City. All of them are coming to Kansas City. Oakland, the Chargers, and the Dolphins on Christmas Eve. They need to win those four games, and then they finish with Denver. Now it's in Denver, but still, Kansas City is the better team. And Denver, by that point in the season, they could be a dumpster fire. They'll be looking to get it. Those guys are going to be looking to be done and get to their New Year's Eve party. Absolutely. So, if Kansas City wants to win that division, they have that opportunity because they play two teams chasing them and they play three other teams that are average at best. Right. They're not out of the question, but, man, they look like the best team in football. And now, they don't even look like the best team in their division. Seahawks 49ers, another... Exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, another yawner. Seattle put up 24 points, but they needed to score 10 in the fourth quarter to put it away. You mentioned that Bethard got injured. Garoppolo came in and threw a touchdown. The Seahawks' offense is still so inconsistent, right. so slow to do anything. You know, with some of the names they have there, you'd think they'd be able to do something, but they I'm really don't. I'm interested to see if the Eagles can go out there and, and win because you're going to hear all this talk this week about the Eagles, you know, Eagles may be favored going out there to Seattle, um, but being a favorite, Seattle's not a home underdog very often, so I don't know that that'll happen. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, in my mind, if they, the Eagles need to win either at the Seahawks or at the Rams. Um, Honestly, to me, the at the Rams is tougher than at the Seahawks. Right I agree. Now. I agree. In terms of the team, I, I would agree with that. Um in my head, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, though. That stadium could have 50,000 Eagles fans in it in L.A. Like, that could be a, a road game for the Rams. I know it was pretty full today, um, and that could be, you know, they could be turning the table there. Take a look um, at Seattle's Final Five. Yeah. Hosting Philly, traveling to Jacksonville, hosting the oh, Rams, man. going to Dallas, and then hosting the Cardinals. Honestly, yeah. their two easiest are the last two, but... I, I don't know what to say about Seattle going to Dallas. Right. I, like, the, I, that's a tough one. Because is that the game Zeke's back, or is that... Uh, I, so, how I'm many has he sure. missed? Has he missed two? Two. So, three, four, five. No, that'll be the last game without Zeke, right? He missed these two, right? He Was the Eagles game the first one he missed? Or was no, the Atlanta game the first he one missed he missed? the Atlanta one, I think. No, then he would be back for Seattle. Then I think then. he'll be back. So then I, he they missed. He missed right. Re, no, is he, he played against. Yeah, he played against Kansas City, but I don't think he played against Atlanta. No, so. he didn't because they they didn't. They only scored seven points. And yeah. it was then they scored it early too, and then they gave up twenty seven right. in a row. Right. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, he'll be back. So uh, he will be back. For that'll be his first game back on yeah. Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, Cowboys fan. Yeah. Possibly the best running back in the NFL returning. Yeah. New Orleans LA Rams, one of the better games of the day. Yes. Two of the NFC powerhouses. New Orleans had won eight in a row, looking for a ninth in Los Angeles. But the Rams were able to get it done despite the efforts of Alvin Kamara. You're welcome. Yeah, had a huge game. Huge. I think 188 scrimmage yards, two touchdowns, and looked uh, like like one incredible player that could be mentioned for rookie of the year Absolutely. on the offensive Absolutely. side of the ball. Even despite the setback, and obviously it hurts their overall record and the chance for a high NFC seed. Uh, you know, but with the a, the the Vikings and Eagles also there, it's a huge bounce back game for the Rams. And oh yeah, the loss. Uh, to the to the Vikings. Right. So. The NFC right now, the top four, the Eagles at one, uh, Minnesota at two. Now, because of this result, Rams at three, Saints at four. So all it did was flip right. where uh, right. who you're going to play in the divisional round should you win in the wild card round. Right. But yeah. they would both still host. Right. But you have um, an eight and three team as the four seed there winning their division. You know, yeah. so like it's pretty strong right now at the top in the NFC. Um, yeah. I. Whew. Now, the the final two games were also close. Jacksonville had to fight back against Arizona only to have some coaching blunders blow it and a big field goal by Arizona to win it. And that one is a dagger for Jacksonville, who had a very small margin of error because of the way we think that Tennessee could play, right. uh, finishing around 10-6. and six. Jacksonville now 7-4, and four, so they need to go 3-2 and two over their last five. I believe they can. They have an easy schedule because right, we've been we over this before. About that they could win. We thought they could be uh, right. what thirteen and three or right, something yeah. like that. But um, losing this game, phew. so in the way they lost it, like I said, they, they have three threw straight a, home threw games an incomplete now. pass that was a free timeout for Arizona that then caused Jacksonville to actually give have to give the ball back instead of going into overtime. And because of that, they they're punting from their own end zone. Like it wasn't like they were at midfield and gave up a big play. They gave up two short passes, and next thing you know, Phil Dawson is hitting a 57-yard field goal, career long for uh, for the win. So the Jaguars have three straight home games hosting the Colts, the Seahawks, the Texans before traveling to San Francisco and Tennessee on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. And as we mentioned, that game against Tennessee could decide who's in the playoffs and who's not. Right. They should beat Indianapolis. They should be. They should. This is if they want to make the playoffs. They should beat Indianapolis. They should beat Houston. They should beat San Francisco. So that gets them to 10. And then if they win, they host Seattle. That'll be an interesting matchup because Seattle's offense against Jacksonville's defense could be pretty interesting. However, Jacksonville's offense against Seattle's banged-up defense is still going to be interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that Jacksonville-Tennessee game on New Year's Eve, look out. Could Could be a fun one. So the, the, the last uh, last game to talk about here is Broncos Raiders. Uh, there was a brawl, which is always fun. Yeah, and uh, Michael ejections. Crabtree's streak. He had caught eight, at least one pass in every single game, like 120-some games that he had played. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know about that. Yeah. A good thing I had him benched. Not that it would have mattered. The Broncos continue their downward spiral. spiral. The Raiders having a little bit of a renaissance here. Uh, trying to keep pace or catch up to keep pace with the Chargers, catch up to the Chiefs. The Broncos, meanwhile, just oh man, they are just pitiful yeah, right now. In trouble. So they started the season 
uh, 2-0. Then they lost to the Bills, which was kind of a surprise. They rebounded by beating Oakland, went to a bye, and since then they've lost to the Giants, the Chargers, the Chiefs, got killed by the Eagles and the Patriots, lost to the Cincinnati, and a little bit of a surprise, and now lost to the Raiders. So, yeah, count them. That's seven straight losses. They have not won since October 1st. October 1st. Sounds like the Eagles from last year. Yeah. Only a couple months between wins. So their next opportunity will be, oh, good, this Sunday in Miami against my Dolphins. Hey, so, hey, someone's going to break a losing streak because I think Miami's lost four in a row. Hey. So Devers lost seven, Miami's lost four. Something's got to give. Who's going to win? Watch them. They'll tie. All right. So um, the Monday night game will be Houston at Baltimore. Baltimore needs the win to keep pace in the AFC wildcard. Texans do too as well. They're only a game back of Baltimore, so this would be a huge one in the tiebreaker for Houston. Yeah, big game for Baltimore too. That's a huge game. Wow. You watch Baltimore at times this year, and you're like, they are awful. You watch them other times, you're like, like, wow, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're all right. Yes, Um, but same thing about Houston. Now, of course, most of that was with Deshaun Watson, not Tom Savage, but hey. So almost almost all of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now the game going on right now, a little bit of a surprise. We're early in the second quarter, but Green Bay with the ball, it's up 14 to 6 on the Steelers. The Steelers will win this game by two possessions. You think so? Easy. So two safeties? Yeah. <laughs> they're so. going to they're going to win. Yeah. 18-14. <laughs> So, um, my dad actually had texted while we were talking about Eagles Steelers, okay. and he said that he would like to see you square and be uncomfortable. Yeah, but shocker. if he's still watching quickly before we go, he can text me. I'd like to know, because I know he obviously doesn't like the Eagles being a Cowboys yeah. fan, but he's also not a Steelers fan. So, I'd like to know, and I think I know the answer to this, but I just need to know for sure. If it's a Battle of Pennsylvania Super Bowl, who are you cheering for? I'm going to guess it's Pittsburgh because when is he ever going to cheer for Philadelphia? Right, yeah. I, but I just I just have to know. Right. I think it would be interesting to me if the Eagles played the Patriots, who he would play for, who he root for. I don't know. Like, I don't know that he Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he Patriots dislikes Pittsburgh more than New England. I feel like he doesn't like New England. Um, I'm just trying to think. I don't know if there's a scenario. Like, you know, I'm if just it's, trying to pick If it's Steelers-Eagles, I have to go Pittsburgh. Not yeah. to slap you and my friends in no, the face, no. but you no. know, like I have uh, right. to cheer for I Pittsburgh. Let, let's, let's be clear. You're not doing it to slap us in the face. Right. But to make it sound as though you wouldn't enjoy the slap in the face part <laughs> I mean, is I really, also I equally misleading. Like, because you would thoroughly enjoy that part of it as well. Okay. So, I, I wish I had music for this. I'm wrong. My dad says he would cheer for the Eagles because he really likes Carson Wentz. Wow. I've actually heard a, like a, an actual like media story about how it wasn't – sorry, it wasn't a story. But a journalist said um, he was really caught off guard because he's had Dallas and Washington fans say to him recently how they really like Carson Wentz. And they were just like, you don't hear that a whole lot in NFC East, you know, like complimenting other football players. Right. I'll take it. I'll take it. If that's what it takes to get Bill to root for the Eagles, I'll take so it. So then I'm assuming then if New England and Philadelphia would play, he would cheer for the Eagles as well. I, I can't see Possibly. him cheering for the Patriots. Although, right. you know, people probably didn't think they'd expect to see me cheering for the Patriots against the Seahawks yeah, a I few know, years but, ago. But, hey, you know, it shouldn't crazy things us. happen. You, you do have an affinity for the dark side. So, <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> that is true. <laughs> yes. So. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's still early. There's still like some I spots said, to nail like down. I said, just to be clear, Eagles have a lot of work to do. Like you watch that game, they they were they were good today. They were better than the Bears. Congratulations, almost everyone is. <laughs> um, but they hey, had a lot. These to next clean two up weeks, today. we'll know. Right, exactly. Road games exactly. against Seattle and and the uh, Rams. Here, here's the thing. Like, and I said this going into the Carolina Washington. I was like, they need to split that, and they won both of them. Going to Carolina on Thursday night, then have a Washington at home, then like the mini buy. Um, I was, I was like, man, if they split that, you know, I'll be pleased, to, you know, get through that. And they won both. Mm-hmm. It was, it was kind of hard to like kind of keep a damper on, right. you know, the expectations then. If they win the next two weeks, now if they lose the next two weeks, everybody will be like, you know, the sky's falling. Right. Like, at 10 and stuff. three. They're right. so And terrible. they could even clinch the division with, you know, some help there, clinch with losses. But, if they were to win the next two, oh my gosh, my heart will be racing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it will it be, be it will be just pure chaos in my fandom world till they break my heart in the playoffs. <laughs> <sighs> yes. So, um, our, so our next episode will be next Sunday night, uh, episode two forty nine. So I believe is that December third. Sure. So Sunday, December third, eight thirty, right here, Facebook Live. We'll be talking about the NFL's Week 13, uh, previewing the Sunday night game or, or talking during the Sunday night game between the Eagles and Seahawks. And uh, before we go, I will confirm that my dad would root for the Eagles over the Patriots. And uh, he says mostly because Uncle Rich is annoying. Well, so, I'll tell you, actually, yeah. so, so super annoying. I, I may be embellishing that a little bit, but um, <laughs> yeah. So it looks we'll like it. Um, despite the Eagles Cowboys history and rivalry, one player can an enemy, turn an enemy right. of an enemy. True, right. um, and uh, I, I I always knew that he wasn't a fan of Pittsburgh or New England, but to, to hear a Cowboys fan saying they'll root for the Eagles is something. But like I said, I rooted for the Patriots against the Seahawks a few years ago, um, and that's really a, a you know an in the moment type of thing. I don't know that I can ever get over that. Um, if if the Steelers play the Eagles, I have to go for Pittsburgh. But if the Patriots play the Eagles. I do not need to root for the Patriots. So, all on board. Um, all right. Yeah, because obviously my Dolphins are going to do nothing this year. So, if I could see a Steelers, Eagles, or Patriots, Eagles Super Bowl, that would make me happy. I, I would like to. I would like to see that. So, um, I don't know that I can handle it. <laughs> I, the Steelers one, I know for sure. But that, see, that is my nightmare. See, Patriots, Eagles. Uh, what thir- 12, 13 years later? Yeah. Here's the thing: if the Eagles win. Like if 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 the Eagles not and not even this year if they were to ever win a Super Bowl against the Steelers, like I couldn't even fully enjoy it. Like I couldn't even fully enjoy it because you couldn't celebrate it because uh, there'd be too many no, people no, upset. No, 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 because I'd get too in too much trouble for fully celebrating it. <laughs> hey, you only live once. The Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. I think you you've earned that right. Yeah. Well, uh, like it's I not said, like the Steelers have won six or anything. They've got plenty of work to do. So let's work on winning at Seattle. Let's win the week. Let's go undefeated this week. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. That's right. So get more from us at jmnjrradio.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, shout outs. Well, happy belated Thanksgiving. We didn't mention that. Yeah. Um, so shout outs for, for, I know you have something to say for, um, that was yesterday. Yeah. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Um, my wife and I were married six years yesterday. Yeah, it's crazy. Think yeah. about it. 
all the things that have changed in the oh last six gosh. years. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so happy anniversary to the two of you. And Let's be honest. You mean happy anniversary to her. You, you don't really Yeah, I don't really care about you at all. Uh, <laughs> and a belated birthday to my Uncle Bob was celebrating recently. And uh, I can't think... Um, off the top of my head, I'm sure I'll... If I don't write these down, I always forget them. So I apologize if I'm forgetting wishing you a belated or an early birthday. But anything else? Any other shout-outs or anything to add? I think we're good. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us. This wraps up the 248th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.